1: I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys decide, you know what, we're exploring this really dangerous jungle and it's a million degrees, let's take off our air-conditioned protective armor and explore the jungle nearly naked. What could possibly go wrong? So it feels like every single week I have this long list of things to go through, and I'm looking down and I have no notes, and I realize, wow, it's gotten quiet again. The only thing coming up is that we have PaizoCon in a week and a half, and there's going to be a ton of role for combat guys there. In fact, all three of the Discord moderators are going to be there, which is a weird coincidence. I didn't even realize that. It just sort of happened. So we made a special T-shirt just for them that they can wear at PaizoCon. In addition, we're doing this cool thing. We're making T-shirts up for, well, anyone, really. If you have a Pathfinder or Starfinder Society character... We are making t shirt just for you. We actually will draw your character in full color, put it on a shirt, put a quote on, and then you can order the shirt. And we have five or six up right now. We're doing about one every day or so. My artist is doing a fantastic job. I really like his new art style. We're kind of doing this old first edition art style. It's kind of gritty and kind of wacky looking, but I love it. A lot of color. So if you're interested in any of those, hit me up on the Discord channel. You can hit me up at discord.rollforcombat.com and you can see some of them if you just go to the website you can go to the shop section see those t-shirts if you might be interested in getting one of your own in addition this show is a little short this week the reason is because when we record the shows we usually do two or three shows at time so that usually means two or three hours at a time so if one show is longer then that means another show is going to have to be shorter because hey math you know if you have one show that's an hour and a half then the other show might only be half an hour or 40 minutes also, I do try to break the shows at good points. I try to break them up in like logical areas. And them trouncing through these jungles, it's actually been broken up in days. So it really was a question of where to break it, and I could have I could have either made this show like two hours long or I could have made it shorter. But you guys also have the Starfinder Society show. So that one's actually super long because that was the last episode. So you guys can go listen to that one and then next week should be a nice long episode and these should start getting longer again. Also this week for the GM tip, I wanna just say that we're gonna be talking about how to set yourself up online. I know I did this one long time ago, like maybe the second or third episode, but a lot of people keep asking me for this, so I'm gonna go through my new updated methods of how we play online, and how you two can play Starfinder, Pathfinder, or Dungeons and Dragons, or whatever else you play online. And we're gonna tell you how we do it. And then finally, at PaizoCon, if you're gonna be there, check us out. Everyone's gonna be there from the show. Everyone, even Rob Tramarco from our Starfinder Society show, he's going to be there too. Of course, Jason Keeley from our Starfinder, since he works for Paizo, will be there. And we're going to be giving two talks. We have one on Saturday at 11 to 12 where we're going to be talking about the history of World of Warcraft and role-playing games. I'm going to be interviewing John. He has a new book coming out. It's really awesome where he explains how World of Warcraft was made and we also explain how role-playing games influenced World of Warcraft. And then finally we have our big crossover from Sunday at 4 to 6. We're going to be doing an interview, questions of answers, going to be giving out t-shirts, and then we're going to be doing the Pathfinder Starfinder crossover, with Order of the Amber Die, they have made some Pathfinder Iconics and somehow they're going to end up in the Starfinder universe and our guys using the role for combat characters are going to meet up with the Order of the Amber Die's Pathfinder Iconics and craziness is going to happen I am going to record it so you guys can listen to it later but you do want to be there because we're going to give out free stuff if you're going to be going to PaisoCon, And that's Sunday between 4 and 6 at Olympia 1. But with that, let's get to the show. Day 5. What are you doing? Are you using the power to keep your guys' air conditioned, cooled? And the hot hot? So you don't get, um... This day, I am
2: not doing that. Air conditioning every day. Air conditioning every day. Today, I'm like, I'm freebooting it. I'm like, you know what? I need to smoke my cigarettes. I need to smoke my cigars. I need to smoke. I need to enjoy it. And I'm doing that.
0: Chris Beamer is playing the Lushunta operative, Hiroji.
3: You know what? I'm in for this. I'm also not not going to use my environmental suit today.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter.
3: Whoa. I convinced you.
0: Did I convince you?
3: Yeah. Craziness. Uh, if you remember, my suit is one day less than everybody else's. I will need to yep. take gas.
2: You music. need one day less. I got one day more. Let's smoke. Do you want to smoke? Do you want a cigarette? Uh,
3: if you've got them, I'll smoke them if you got them. I have them.
4: All right. Mo's taking. He's, he's, he's
0: in air conditioning. He's not doing this. Nuts. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinsky. Yeah, not everybody wants
3: because they're going to awaken us. So that's fine.
0: That would be not using the environmental suits killed you, right? Or secondhand smoke. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone Cheddar. Uh,
3: Well, or actually, simple firsthand.
1: So this is what's going to happen. So you guys first decide who is not using the environmental suits. It's uh, Hiroji.
3: Hiroji and Rusty. Yeah. We're,
1: we're having a great time. We're swinging cigarettes.
3: I'm starting to hallucinate, but it's kind of okay. Cool.
1: Now, with that, give me who, which, which way are you going to do the hard way or the easy way to? Track oh, we're the jungle? doing the hard hard way. way. Hard Scrabble.
3: Hard way. Excellent.
1: Okay, we need. Dopey. I need.
2: I, I need an assist, though.
1: Now, let me ask you another question: Are you actually wearing your armor, or do you take it off? Now, if you wear your armor, you get a minus four to your Fortitude save. Because it's I, heavy and making you sweat. I am. Uh, I'm going to stow it the off, whole thing.
3: I'm stowing my armor. I'm not wearing it.
1: You're not going to wear your armor. Excellent.
3: That's right. So yeah, I'm not wearing me. my armor either. If I'm
1: not
2: going to have air conditioning, I'm taking it off, and I'm not wearing it either.
1: Wow, well, you guys are real men. Men. Yep. Yeah, we're manning or, up. Or in not this cage, not... Hiroji and men. Or, I mean, right. the Shinta and men. There we go.
3: One of us is a man. The other is an it. I mean, is it. it
4: is it actually easier to carry the armor than to wear the armor? Because they got to carry it. Well,
1: no, 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 they just throw. It folds up. It's like they they oh. have they have uh, they have light armor. It's like tissue paper compared to what you're wearing, Mo. Like you're wearing oh. real armor. You have heavy armor. Okay. You got the real thing. It yeah,
4: just, just doesn't beat. matter if they wear their armor or not. Pretty much, right? yeah,
2: pretty much. I mean, the armor is just sort of there but for show. Sure. So. The armor has never saved me from a bullet ever yet. The
4: that's true that is true but i just, well, I, I just case, run
2: around buck naked really just roll roll for case, damage just i cannot be killed damage. by a bullet so
1: <laughs> no bullet can kill me from no bullet from the white man can kill me
2: yeah
3: i cannot be killed by a bullet so
1: i love i love that movie all right um okay so you guys took off your armor, you're walking around, you got your, sh- you got your uh, bare chests out, you're smoking cigars, you're putting getting a tan, good job. So, hard, hard. okay, so give me the hard rolls.
2: Wait, I need my assist. Um, yep, I'll help you, or at least I'll try to, I'll try not to get it wrong this time. That's alright, do what you gotta do, do, do you... You... Okay
1: then, so six. Well, it's better than the better than the four right. I got six, last time. Six is
2: a not a ten, and so it's not an assist. That is um, correct. I'm rolling a survival. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm like, um, I'm all like depleted. I'm like sweating out. Like I still don't want to give up the surrender of the last piece of my cigar that I'm smoking because it's very expensive, and I'm like rusty. <sighs> I'm not sure about the way, but can you help me with this? Like, do you know if I'm going, if we're going
3: the right way? Can you help us with this? Sure, I'll help you, Magic Cow. Oh God! <laughs> You're all swirly, right,
2: Rusty? Uh, I think we got to go this way.
3: Okay. <laughs> oh, man. That he is not stuff. the right way. Fine. I go running that way. Yay!
2: <laughs>
1: that was totally the wrong way. Okay, yeah, you guys are lost. Um, you guys are just—you're dehydrated. You're sweating. You're getting lost. So let's do some fort saves. First uh, hour, <laughs> Rusty and Hiroji, give me your fort saves for the first hour to see how you do with the heat.
2: Uh, just keep your hand
1: head. on an F. Just keep your hand on an F key because you're going to be it's doing my, a lot of fort this saves.
2: It's My native planet. I got the the bug planet. Uh, it's a horrible planet.
3: It is an ugly planet.
2: A bug planet. Oh, there we go. Hello. I think I'm cured, actually. Okay,
1: Hiroji gets National a 20. National on your 20. fort save. You love this heat. You love the heat. Now, Rusty has to give me a fort save.
3: Oh, yay! Yeah, R- Rusty ate some magic mushrooms at this point.
1: Hiroji starts talking about how it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat. Yeah. It's a dry heat.
3: Oh, good. Rusty gets a
1: seven. Rusty takes three points of heat damage. Non-lethal, I hope. Non-lethal, but non-lethal deals damage to your stamina hit points as normal. You mean
2: your hit points, not your stamina?
1: It actually says here, most attacks that deal non-lethal work like any other actions, and they deal damage to your stamina points or hit points as normal. However, when non-lethal damage reduces you to zero or fewer hit points, you are reduced exactly to zero and just fall unconscious, and you're stable instead of dying. So you Probably still... Probably does hit damage instead of stamina damage. Right. No, it does it against your stamina. So it's not too bad. All right. So you can absorb damage and deal with that. So that's hour one. Hour two, are you going to push your luck again?
2: Oh, yeah. All right, roll again. i this up, right? Yeah, keep going. Fortitude Rusty. save sixteen. Yeah, it's right. starting
1: to get starting to affect you a little, but you're okay. You're you're right. still okay with the cigar smoke, the uh, the heat. Hiroji's used to this. He's been here a long time. Rusty, on the, the other hand, oh, that will, was oh, that was Rusty's role. That was Rusty. That was me. Yeah. No. Oh, Rusty. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Rusty, you're fine. Oh, Hiroji, yeah, I'm fine. we you no You're both that. totally fine. Yeah, we're like, trying to get I'm, the hang of it.
2: I'm actually now stripped down to a um. Uh, my bandana is um, a thong of sorts, and it, it covers my okay. frontal package. And uh, I am smoking. I'm very much um, lightweight, though, at this point. Are you going to go
1: hour three? Yeah. Good. All right. Roll again. I, Keep that fortitude saves a-coming. I got to save my air conditioning for later. I'm Rusty. is 21. You're cranking. Rusty's getting ahead. Oh. Hiroji, on the other hand, fails. What? Really?
3: Alright, so let's
1: just keep going. Hiroji only took one point of damage, though. Of heat. Of heat stroke. So it's not too bad. Keep going. Oh, 14 after. 20. Wow, Rusty! You, you, you did it again! You're still... You, you are the,
2: you're the king of the heat! Oh, Rusty. Hiroji! Uh, Rusty,
3: I... I, 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 I i got to take a break. Take okay, a break. Hiroji failed to takes four I, points of heat damage. I, okay, I, through I my own water. hallucinatory state under the water. sun and bake, I nevertheless rally my natural instincts to totally human-splain to Hiroji how one survives in the, the jungle and how one's supposed to handle this planet, telling him everything that he probably knew at age five.
2: Uh, Keep going. Rusty, Rusty, I, I need water. I need water right now. Um.
3: I uh, I, I just drank the last of the water, sorry.
2: Yeah, he drank the
1: last water and didn't, uh, he failed his fortitude save. Ah, uh, And now, uh, now Hiroji needs to try take his, his save. Fourteen. Water. 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 Ooh, four points of damage for Hiroji. Water.
2: And three, four, Mr. Rusty. All I actually right. had a Mo, I'm like, Mo, can I have your water? I'm dying, actually.
4: It's I can't hear over. you. I'm in my suit. I'm too comfortable. <laughs> I have my commune. I'm like, uh... no, you your don't. Your
1: commune is part of your suit. You don't, you no, no, don't no,
2: have dude, your no, commute. The commune is part of the suit. It's, on, it's built in. But we also have our own individual like the, cell phones. He,
4: the only way you can talk to Mo is look into the faceplate on his visor, and when you do, you see a big smiling uh, vesk. He is just enjoying his air conditioning. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, I'm I'm uh, rubbing up right up against that God. head plate, and and,
3: uh, and effectively naked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, against your plate.
4: Yeah, um, that's yeah. You're gonna get just pushed away there. Yeah, know, I'm having trouble. I'm like I'm dying.
2: I'm
4: die- all right. Push
3: on, on. Right, Let's push on. Just let's push, push on. on. Hour <laughs> six.
2: Yep, right. nope, I'm gonna man up. I'm gonna man up. It's hour six. Hour six. Oh, Rusty, you there fail you
1: with the seventeen. You fail. fail. Sorry. What? Yeah, it increases by one every hour. Oh. <laughs> Got up. it. It gets <sighs> harder and harder. Oh, rusty. All
3: right. No, well, not so bad for me. Yeah. Wait, no! I was the first roller. How come I got? Oh no! is <laughs> <laughs> <That's> not <laughs> Reverse that!
1: No, yeah. no, uh, Rusty, so I rolled first. No first. I want You're <laughs> right. I just Four I clicked on the wrong. The yeah. Dude, that's just the yep. luck of the draw. That's no, it's okay. We can I fix
3: this. You. Don't worry about it. It's fine. That's just we gotta reverse that back. That's all right. Next, all no right. No reversal.
2: That's that is how it does.
3: I rolled a natural one.
1: Wow! Yeah, wow. I think you actually are you. You really you've just faint and fall into the uh, ground. Yeah. Uh, Hiroji rolls a fourteen. Yeah, you both. All right, now
3: I I'll do it in on the right. I climb on top way. of Cheddar and ask him to carry me.
2: It doesn't matter, Hiroji, uh, uh, uh Rusty, you're you're totally uh destroyed like me.
3: Who are you, mushroom person? How many hours do we have left? Like three more. I um,
1: that's seven hours, and suddenly. While yeah, okay. you guys are doing your fun, oh right you, um, you you hear and see something ahead.
3: What's that up on the road? Ahead.
2: I like sitting on a rock, swinging my cigar. Still, I don't give a fuck.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I just rolled the natural one. I literally All have right. no idea where you I and
2: I are, are in big bad trouble right now. Yeah,
3: I I think that you're actually my little brother that I haven't seen since I was four.
1: <laughs> up ahead. You see what appears to be a Lushunta who's, like, up against a tree in the forest. And they seem to be kind of unconscious and babbling to themselves. And they're on the ground slumped over. This person is approximately...
3: Sadly, I don't think I can help her since I'm currently lying on the ground, slumped, babbling to myself, and unable to move.
1: Yeah. This one's about, you notice it about 60 feet ahead of you. And there you
2: go. All right, Lashanta. Well, I, seeing my brethren, I have, um, I'm going to have to take care of this. I run up to it. Wow. Okay. Wait a minute. You do that. (laughs) Wow. Oh, he did it too. Impressive. I, I can
3: move 80 I'll follow, but I'm not as fast.
4: Yeah, well Mo will go behind you, I guess. Okay. So
1: Yeah hey guys, move up to where you want to be. Yeah, that's good. So you see what appears to be again it's a it's a female Ashunta who looks um kind of in bad shape. She's just sort of mumbling to herself and Give me a perception check. Uh,
2: Okay, I'll do that. Everybody?
1: Uh, well, Hiroji's right next to her.
4: Okay. All right. Okay. Wow.
1: 27. So you don't know if you're hallucinating or not, but it looks like there's mold and fungus growing out of her. Her face seems to be pockmarked. And it looks like there's things sort of pulsating inside of her. And it looks like it's going to burst.
4: She's got the plague!
2: Oh, that's a horrible thing. Yeah, we got uh, to... Right, we... So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a goblin grenade. I am going to set a detonator and uh, put it on her. She looks at you and says,
1: No! No, no. No, oh, don't, don't it, it, do this. No, no, you, oh, not, no, I was trying to help, help you. but it, 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 And it, it, she grabs your arm with, like, the last of her oh strength. She's God. like,
4: help me. <laughs>
1: no, she, like, no. coughs out some of, like, the fungus onto you. Good
4: time to be out of your I'm arm.
2: Sorry, you. That's roughly bad. I'm like, no, this is for the best. Like, no, I'm going to take care of you. Like, she shouldn't, she shouldn't actually know necessarily what a goblin grenade is. It looks weird. It's like, this is a no. killing device. Like, this device no, will heal you. No. And, uh, uh, blow me. her up and lie to her while doing that. Help yeah. She's yeah. Like yeah. grabbing
1: you, holding you with the no, little no. strength she has. She's, no, no. She, she's, like, slapping against you. Spores are going everywhere. And you, sure enough, you see them moving inside of her. And then suddenly they start to I'm pop out. And there's little creatures crawling out from her. Right. She screams in agony and dies. Right. Roll for
0: combat. I love
1: how Mo like ran away as yeah. soon as that started to happen. Well,
0: I, I, I Mo, Mo, saw Mo, there's Mo, a thing Mo. behind yeah, us. Mo, there's Mo's a thing Mo. behind us.
1: Well, Rusty is up first, and I will say you actually do do that. You actually, while this was happening, you got the grenade out. You got the detonator. Um, you can put it on her, but she did sort of explode in nice. horrificness too. Excellent. Rusty is up though. Right. Rusty, you are up. You just saw a the woman who was covered in the spores explode in horribleness in um, Hiroji's face.
2: <laughs> I'm like you don't have armor on either. We're like, um, no,
1: yeah. Oh, you have no armor. We're like on buck
2: naked. We, I have my my uh, <laughs> gun belt on. That's it. Wow.
3: Um, let's focus on what's the most critical in this kind of situation. Did any of it get on me? No, <laughs> oh, oh okay. I thought this was an emergency. All right, you woke me up for oh, no. reason no, like uh, all right, that's fine.
2: Hiroji's just covered in spores and God knows. Oh, then I have to this. get away from yeah. Hiroji. But like, gross, I'm already right. covered in awfulness because I've been out in the wild for like six days with no armor and no um, like poop reclamation system. And also behind and I'm you, moving
3: forty feet away. Well, you I'm do doing. see
1: Hi. the Karis who is hiding in the trees. And is obviously waiting for this. So
3: ah, yes, I do see that's in the direction I was going to run away to. So well, uh, okay. As my action, I'm going to pull out my armor. How long does it take to put armor on? Uh,
2: I think it's two minutes.
3: Oh, okay. So that's never gonna happen in combat.
2: That's <laughs> never no, Roy. <rest laughs> right. You being naked and having a gun like um, and your gun, two guns.
3: Well, that's it. I'm actually going to have my, my zap pistol in one hand, and I'm going to have a Mark 1 grenade. You know, and I'm ready. Awesome. Sorry. Let me adjust where I'm at. There I'm at.
1: Going up against the... That's a smart move. Go up against... Those those trees will give you cover, by the way. I enjoy
3: how well, Rusty that, likes to move away from threats
1: a lot. Are you done? Is that where you want to go? Yeah. Woolholz is like... Um... I think I got some wet naps in here that might be able to help you, uh, uh Mr. Hiroji. That looks he's like starting to like up chuck a little. It's like that's oh, oh, kinda of disgusting. Uh 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 uh, uh oh, oh, there's some there's some big creature
4: over here, guys. Guys, uh guys, guys. Actually, donning light armor takes four rounds.
3: Four oh. rounds? Oh four I rounds Yeah,
4: Although you can don it hastily. Uh if you let's see can hastily don armor in half the time to a minimum of one full action okay uh the armor check penalty maximum dexterity bonus and armor bonus for hastily donned armor are one worse than normal so you have minus 1 to everything if you hastily do it, you I'll, can do it in okay
1: two i'm sorry i Thank completely you. screwed that up i will argue that you could oh uh, you know why cuz i'm looking at heavy armor
3: I and that, I had not yeah, looked at the rule correctly, the so no, that's my entire, entirely rounds. my fault for not knowing the rule. Um, I will, if it's all right, yeah, retroactively, right. I'm going to start hastily putting on my armor. It will take me two rounds. That was the first round.
1: Yeah, so it takes, yeah, it takes four rounds to don remove. Heavy armor takes 16 rounds.
3: Well, so, I'm hastily putting on light, so uh, one round is gone. Next round, I'll be putting it on.
2: Hiroji, what are you doing? Oh, Hiroji's doing some things. You have no idea what he's doing. It's going to be good. You're right. We actually have no idea. We really have
3: no idea in the slightest what you're gonna do. So
2: there is a horrible beast down there.
3: I see that beast? Yep. Oh, yeah. You're sure what... you're gonna have like mold in your eyes? You can't see it. I it. has am attack. I, I, don't I don't know
2: what that beast is. It's horrible, but I don't like it. Um, it actually
1: it actually made some noise. So that's why you guys all know it's there. It actually was it was actually Kind of trumpeting, like like when it expl when the when the poor woman exploded, this thing seemed to get really excited.
3: Was it like its involuntary evil laugh, like that? My my scheme is coming to fruition. More like
4: my precious babies, they're born. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's impregnating all these nasty things with nastiness. So what I do is I do what I do. I'm gonna draw Agra. I'm gonna I'm gonna move. I'm going to move there. Five, ten. I think that's about thirty, right? I'm yeah, going, that's exactly thirty. I, I'm going to maybe move more, but like as part of my move action, I'm going to uh, pull out another grenade, a goblin grenade, and uh, I'm going to move that action, pull out the grenade, and throw it at the at the horrible thing.
1: Okay. It does have. Where are you going to try to throw it? Because there's two trees
2: in front of it. I want to try and throw it in the uh, in. The square there there's no tree. That square right there. Uh okay. I see. Fair enough. I'm gonna move really close. Like I'm not I don't give a fuck. I'm moving close, I'm gonna bounce it off that tree and into it. It's gonna do minimal damage. Alright. Do you have on your sheet
1: a goblin grenade attack? Do the attack. Okay. I
4: think this was what I think this was our friend. It's the same creature that's been following you. Yeah. Well it might be our friend though. It yeah, well, be.
3: actually, at the moment, he's Hiroji's, you know, mother. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry, wow. that was sexist. Could be father.
1: No, I'm saying wow because he rolls a four with a gets a two, which means he misses. Um. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, you pick he up missed the, grenade. With the grenade. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, of course he, he did. did. Of course he did. So let's see where it ends up. Mm-hmm. I will
2: roll. I mean, note, I'm not proficient in grenades, but I love so them.
3: So the the naked, hallucinating, spore-covered Lashenta is throwing grenades around and missing. Excellent. Yes.
1: Ironically, it wasn't that bad. He actually overthrew the grenade, so it still Excellent. landed. It actually went way, way past the creature, but it's still within its blast radius because the thing is huge. And if anything, it probably got a little bit harder. So now roll a 1d100 to see what the grenade does. Awesome. I love this. 18. 18 is just a good old normal boring frag grenade. So it seems to explode like a frag grenade. I will do the reflex thing. Oh, man. If I rolled higher, it would have been like a fusion grenade. Nineteen, it definitely makes that. Um, give me one d six points of damage. Two. <laughs> Congratulations, wow. you did wow. one point
2: of damage. Oh right, wait. Before I end my action, as yes. a free a- as a free action, yes. I'm like, no spores must live, and I detonate as a fr- on my uh, grenade on the guy. No, I I don't think that's how it works. And it takes an action.
1: So, you can uh you can do it next turn. You could explode the person. I right. I want to flood him soon. So, this Kerricks thing sees all the people's and actually gets hit by the grenade and it's like, "Eh, whatever." And it seems to actually talk. It actually seems to be communicating in common somehow. It's not very good common, but it seems to be saying like Hello, rah, rah, people. Thing. Rah, rah, rah. It's sort of like making odd sounds, and then it attacks you with an acid spit. It spits acid, and Mr. Mo, and hits and does eight points of damage as you get hit in the face with some acid.
4: Why? Why have I taken uh, damage that should all be stamina? It did do stamina damage.
3: Yeah, you're, you're not wounded.
4: Yeah, I'm not wounded at all.
1: That was left over from the day before. I forgot to heal you back up.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
1: And now Mo is up.
4: How high is this thing in the trees?
1: Uh, it's on the ground, but oh, it's okay. 10 feet high. It's huge.
4: Okay. Um, I'm going to move there and attack it. Okay, okay. That is a manly thing
2: to do. That's, that's standard. With my pike. Nice.
4: And you hit
1: it. 27. Hit the head. 14 nice. points
4: of damage. I know Bob oh, wait, wait, wait! positive damage. 18. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I didn't. All right. So it doesn't get any damage reduction great. from uh, piercing.
1: No, thing. it does not. And you seem to rip it into little pieces. It does not like that as parts of plant and moss and fungus roll off of it.
3: and on to you no
1: that's next
2: all right i'm going to pull out my laser pistol and i'm going to take a shot at it god damn rusty you are very far Mm -hmm. away no yeah you might might want
4: to get a better position Tuttle.
3: if it if we all fall back we have a retreating exactly i'm going to cover your retreat i'll stand right here as you rush past me
4: i'm
1: going to like to move cheddar yeah, you roll the 13. Um, you missed. Also, he has cover with the trees, so it's going to be hard to hit him, but you can move Cheddar. Ooh, The flanking position. Are you done? Yeah, he's not releasing for some reason, but I moved him. He he, he can't attack? Rusty. Uh, if is. I attack, no, he, he can't.
2: Att- he can't attack.
3: That- uh, that- the creature is in the trees, you said?
1: It's behind the trees. Actually, you could have attacked because you didn't move, yeah, Tuttle. You just did a stain. Yeah, one and game. a
3: half. So yeah, you, he gets don't one you get a hand.
1: move and a standard No, field? i thought pulling out my weapon counter. Oh, goal. you're right. You're right. You did that. Yep, that's I forgot. Move. No, he can't go. Rusty uh, is putting on your armor, and I guess you're done. Because yeah, that's uh, right.
3: Rusty, you're out. actually putting right. your armor on. Really? I started it early last round. I'll be done. I am
1: we'll is running here. into the trees and hiding. Blowing in the wind.
2: Hiroji's up. Blowing in the wind here. Oh, all we
3: right, all Hiroji. know that. We've been staring at it all day. I can't say it's been good for anyone.
4: Actually, it's... if Hiroji doesn't move, you can put your armor on in one turn. Wow. Um, can I shoot it from here as a full, full turn?
3: Oh, I, w- I had already been working on it. It was going to take this route. Anyway.
2: Can I shoot this beast from here?
1: Yeah, but it has massive cover.
2: Uh, what do you mean by massive cover? What does that mean?
1: There's it's... two full trees in front of it. You'll have yeah, to move uh, kind of yeah. where um, Cheddar is to hit it with no cover.
3: Or One square past Cheddar. Move three to your left. Or three to your left and one up.
2: All right. And I'm going go to up. use my ability of the mirror image, which I forget the name of that, but I use that as a standard action, and then I move.
1: Holographic clones. All right. Well, that's going to go right. You're, you're moving right by him.
2: No, no, no. I, I have 40 movement. I can yeah, avoid can that at all. Hard. Hard. He has no, reach. No. I can always avoid yeah. uh, that, I, though.
1: No, right, but the creature has reach, so it's going to hit you that's when you go near it. No,
2: it will
3: not. All right. Five. Yeah. Ten. I see where the problem
1: 15. is. Yeah, and there's reach right, right there. Right, 20, 25. Square, well, yeah, it's going to hit you right there. If
3: you leave that square, you're uh, having a threat. Yeah, you, you want
4: to uh, stop there.
1: I stop there. Well, okay. But well, then if you hit with the attack with a ranged
2: weapon, it also hits you. Uh, Why don't you yeah. stop
3: one one behind that one and then just you shoot? You just it. go around yeah, the other uh, way.
2: Uh, uh, then on no, no, F that, I got this. I'm going to do this.
3: Okay, there you go.
2: And uh, I'll take my attack. opportunity. All right. Alright,
1: how many clones do you get? You give me 1d4. But that's a standard action, so, okay.
2: Right, standard so action.
1: One clone.
2: <laughs> God damn it.
1: Oh, that's good. It attacks you and hits you and does 15 points damage. Actually, let's see, it Ow. might hit your clone. Um, let's do right. a 1 hits you and a 2 hits your clone. 1 hits you, you get hit. And... Right, so I still have a clown that. That's true. <laughs> and you're almost dead.
2: I'm okay with that. I'm buck naked. I'm foot loose and fancy free. We got that.
1: I can tell. You seem to be liking this. um Okay. So it hit you and did massive damage. It's going.
2: Rusty is nearby. The nearby. Mm, but yeah. It's...
1: it's going to take its step and attack you again with this tenon. And hits you for 13 points of damage.
2: Oh, it killed me. Wow.
1: No, you have one hit point left. Wow. Up. What about his clone? Oh, right. Sorry. 50-50. Yeah, good call. Hits him with a one. Uh,
3: well, Hiroji, your job is to run away.
4: I say F that. I say fight. All right. Well, All right. I'm going to take a guarded step and uh, hit, hit it again. Actually... He's engaged on both sides do I get
3: no the he, da- bonus? he is Nope,
4: because he doesn't have
1: he doesn't have a melee weapon
4: out
3: yeah uh, or rage for that matter yeah
1: and,
4: uh, you hit though 17 13, 13 points of damage. damage nice okay 17 for a 26 hit okay so uh done settles up
1: okay I'm going to move to try to get a clearer shot yeah now you have a totally clear shot oh and I'm going to oh like overburst my pistol which is the thing that does the uses like three yeah. times the charges but does extra yep. damage yep wow you hit Nice. so it does, oh. it does twice the damage right yeah I believe it does an extra d6 or d6. all right you do two points of fire damage and now do an extra d6. Rolls an eighteen for
4: twenty
0: three. Nice. Damn. Nice.
3: Six, Six
4: extra damage for wow.
3: Uh I have a question. Does it respond particularly poorly to the fire damage? It is after all a plant.
4: Well, apparently not. It doesn't take extra damage. So the
3: silence usually means Steve's looking it up.
4: Oh. Uh, it does not.
3: Yeah, you can see it was a well, reasonable question, I think. Yeah. Completely
1: reasonable question.
2: Yeah.
3: Maybe electricity, though. I'll try that on. Cheddar's
2: up. I'm literally one hit point away from death, like permanent death. That's funny. It's not permanent death.
3: Well, it's a form of death, yes.
2: Rust death.
1: Rusty's up. Oh, yeah. Cheddar hit with a 20. Well, 16 hit 20. His junk cannon only did one point of damage, though.
3: All right. Let me try electricity.
2: Well, Rusty's actually moving in to engage. That's, of course. Uh, I am
3: always. Wow.
4: And there's no uh, cover there, I think, right?
3: <laughs> actually, no. me, uh, me and yeah. Cheddar are his Well, cover. that's
4: as it happens. Yes. Nice. All right. Five nice Man, you
1: guys yeah. are hitting like crazy.
4: Yeah, rolls an 18 and again, for uh, 22. Wait,
3: look, and, and our and last rolls were
4: 19, 17, 18, and 16, and then an 18.
3: And I'm not saying electricity does anything particularly, right? No, it doesn't. Wallace is like,
4: go, guys, go.
1: Go, guys, go. Hiroji, stick in there. Lay down. Pretend you're dead. Maybe I'll ignore you.
2: Never. I got this. Dude. I can kill it. Wow. I
3: have it. I would suggest taking a five-foot step back. Yeah, and and, and no such
2: thing as a five-foot step.
3: Oh, God. Goodbye, Hirochi. We've enjoyed you. It's called
4: Guarded Step,
3: I think. Well, if I if you're going to do that, I know, but take I need...
4: a Guarded Step in yeah. in, in the monster's direction and you'll get flanking. No. Oh, actually,
3: no. You he don't have, have melee weapons. Weapon.
4: Never mind.
3: But if he goes five feet I can take the guard step
2: to the other Yes. I can, I can, as I do that, pull out my uh, lightning pistol. Okay. And attack. Let's
3: do this.
1: Let them begin singing the ballad of Hiroji.
3: Well, or the, uh, you know, the ode to Jiro- Hiroji, the elegy.
2: I'm no, the... I'm no slouch with the laser pistol <laughs> You hit. Um, nice. Oh wait, I can't. I can't do my uh, trick attack thing. Nope, because yeah. you can't I'm do it with a five foot step or whatever.
1: I would just call a five foot step. Are you
2: done? Yes, sir. I am.
1: All right. It's it smells fresh meat. It smells like it's gonna go in for the kill.
3: Well, hold on. Hiroji is actually infected by his spores, or her spores. You you, don't know. you have no idea. I you know. No idea. But she seemed to be acting oh, I'm, that way. I'm, 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 I'm wondering if possibly it would want to preserve Hiroji as its future offspring.
2: True. It seems like it needs like life. Problems. Yeah. That's a good idea.
3: Only person on the field that is infected.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like a good idea. So, are you volunteering Mm -hmm. as tribute?
3: I didn't (laughs) rush forward yet. I am a valid target, as much as are
1: you. Are you waving your hands and saying, "I volunteer as a surrogate for your spore children"?
3: I will make either a bluff or an intimidated check as a reactive one, if you want, to try and grab its attention.
1: Congratulations. You managed to convince me to All have right. it attack you with its thorn. Great. Hits you with a 27. As it spits a thorn out at you, you easily get hit.
3: But I'm sure there's going to be no save that I need to make, so we're going to a double Now round.
1: give me your fortitude
4: save. God damn it! Does he get a whole bunch of minuses for fortitude?
3: Mental note: I want this everyone to get. Helping Hiroji live is a bad idea.
1: I live still. 19. Oh my god! Your amazing rolls continue. The good news is you roll a nineteen. The bad news is
2: it's still spreading. Ugh. Mo is up. Wow!
4: All right, this um, is the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life. Kill it, Mo. I will do that. I'll take a uh, Guarded, guarded step. step, and yeah, just a regular.
1: By the way, you notice along. it Fuck. seems to be quickly knitting up its damage as you're damaging it. It seems to be regenerating Borg-like. No,
2: it's got, yes. fast it's got the fast healing oh. with like oh. the oh. Lego.
3: Oh, there we go.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so much for regenerating. <laughs>
3: Well, start burning it immediately. I'm not kidding.
1: Uh, it's not dead it's yet. <laughs> Tuddles up. Still seems to be moving. Burn it. Alright, I'll do another shot with overdrive. Overload or whichever I always forget which one's which terminology wise, but you know what I mean. Uh, I know what you mean. Overwatch.
4: Ooh. You hit Fire. It.
1: Fire, fire. No, it's it's totally prone on the ground. It should be pretty easy to hit at this point. Oops, sorry, Cheddar goes.
4: Doesn't somebody have a flamethrower? There'd be some comedic value to pushing the
1: button right now. Um, actually Cheddar is a flamethrower. Yeah, Cheddar's weapon is fire and electrical. So if fire helps not regenerate it, that's then Cheddar's helping. Okay. Do we have torches?
3: Well, Rusty. we have lasers.
1: I still, I actually still have an incendiary grade. I could use that. I thought we had no, a he, His door. um cheddar's damage is fire and electricity because he is like a plasma yeah. cannon. Right. Really?
4: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. You guys are burning it up. It's definitely getting burnt up. And of it's course, like, should we do a smother. quick life science? I wonder if we should do a life science check and figure out if this is even the right course of action. I don't think um, it's it's almost totally dead. Like it seems to be moving, but it, there's not there's not much left to it.
2: Rusty the zone. one guy who knows some things, other than oh, yeah. uh, Tuttle, who knows some things, is a uh, uh, dying on the ground, and uh, uh,
3: I drop my suicidal. I drop my electricity, and I, as a move action, pull out my laser pistol, which does fire damage, and I shoot with that.
4: You pull out pants
1: for her, og. Shoot them both. Okay. Uh, now what? it's now it's totally dead. I, but does Hiroji ever turn, turn left? No, because now Wolos goes, he runs up, and kicks it, and does the dragon um... Dragon, Slayer, dragon, Slayer, dragon Slayer, Slayer. Slayer move,
2: and it's like, yeah, you take that, you nasty creature! We killed you dead! We killed you dead! Alright, but Hiroji has one last move to make. Hiroji, who's almost dead. Hiroji, who's spitting blood out of his lung, having trouble, It's like, this has to happen. The contagion cannot spread. He presses his detonator and blows up the body that's to the north. It explodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me true.
1: a 1D 100 to see. Oh, wait, which you didn't use a goblin grenade. You used a. Um... No, I used, I, I, used, I used a goblin. goblin grenade. Oh, that's right. You did yeah, use yeah. give me a 1D 100 because one. it might actually. Ooh, 47. 47 is a shock grenade which does electricity damage. So, it does... Oof. Eight points of electricity damage. Oh...
2: Rusty ah,
4: just oh, missed man, being right, in the. Uh,
2: right, you know, you know I, I didn't consider that. I was thinking maybe someone could. You know, he was. Pre- it, uh, you were secretly hoping that yes. he was going to be in no, that it area. Was so, you have so no really idea. I was, was hoping all three of these guys. Be
1: yeah, you, <laughs> secretly, you You were going to get all of them in all my right. time yeah. I was. Yeah, I, I was sure. secretly hoping I
2: would blow back on Hiroji, but uh, <laughs> I uh, did well, I'm notice? almost dead. I'm like coughing up. Did you just notice I saved
3: your life? Did understand notice that I I literally saved your life at at risk of my own? When I am
2: close to death at one hit point, then no one is uh, free from my wrath. Like I'm not,
3: uh, I don't,
2: no one healed me. I'm almost dead and uh, I'm blowing up my thing that I did. I'm like, oh, oh that's... this is a
3: good time to tell you. No one's ever, ever, ever going to heal you ever. Yeah, well, why you don't are start not. We don't have a healer right now. So it's... your belief that people are supposed to heal you, get over that quickly. Well, you
2: have things that can heal people, and I was almost dead. So, I mean, and I'm then not why really... didn't
3: you heal? Well, well just, there, just not, use no, no, the spider. Really...
2: There's no blaming. I'm just saying, like that's what I did, and I'm still dying. And then if I'm, st- if we're still in rounds. Well, I think, we're gonna, uh,
3: I think we're going to pick this up next time, but yeah
2: i I am going to heal myself because I'm almost dead
3: got it well I, it's, I'm glad that you've learned how to heal. I think that's great
4: Mo is going to uh try to get Tuttle's attention and ask if it's if he thinks it's safe to approach this uh body. the body has been blown up uh there's yeah. spores
1: and like baby keraiscas everywhere
4: oh. Okay, so I mean, you the body of the, alive.
1: Uh, the main beast, right? Oh, the main beast or the or the dead Lashunta.
4: I'm talking about the dead Lashunta. I went over to uh, of near the dead Lashunta. Um,
1: yeah, the dead Lashunta is has like a gaping hole in her chest. First of all, she already kind of exploded when all the little baby creatures came out, and then the goblin yeah. grenade just sort of just. Yeah, it's I uh, so it, it, it's messy in here. But, it's 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 messy.
2: I can't believe it. I'm at zero stamina and and one hit point. Literally, well, that's that's yeah, Luggy. <laughs> hey, you know I I you know I I am not. Don't accuse me of not being uh, a fighter.
4: I accuse uh, y- rusty. You're of not, not, not a being fighter. Part. You're not a fighter, dude. You, you you didn't need to do a mirror image. You could have uh, done damage that turn. All as hell. The fighters. All, Although, yeah, you could have absorbed damage with the Im- mirror images. I if I had multiple
2: that. mirror images, I could have absorbed, like, I could have gone right in there and shot it in its face and not had to deal. Had to is that a once in- Keep in
1: mind, all that happens when you go down to death, you don't die. All you do is drop, and then you spend a resolve point to stabilize, and then you spend a resolve point to bring yourself back up. It's not that big a deal. Hey everyone, Steve here. So I think that was the first time in forever in which they actually had a nice, clean, simple combat. Normally their combats are way crazy, they come halfway to death, and so forth. That was actually a very easy one. And even though Hiroji was wearing absolutely no armor, he still lived through it. So, then that wasn't that easy of a creature that they killed, but they did a really good job. Believe it or not, these guys are actually really good at combat. I think they almost purposely hinder themselves just to add a challenge. They almost like to do hard mode. Like, oh, I don't need armor. Or, oh, I'll just fight with half my hit points gone just to see what happens. I've known these guys a long time. It's just the way they roll. It doesn't really surprise me that much anymore. They almost gimp their characters and do crazy stuff just to make it a little harder just to add a little bit more challenge. They'll like to bleed encounters, they'll like to just go in gimped, things like that. And they don't mind. It's actually quite refreshing. They don't complain at all. It's really great. So this week's GM PC tip in general will be how to run online. A lot of people have been asking me this, so I figured I'll just do a recap of those of you who want to know how to do it, because I have changed a little bit since we started doing this a couple of months ago. For those of you who have been following our show for quite a while, you'll know I use two main tools. I use Discord, in which we keep track of all of the notes. The players can keep track of their notes. I do all my handouts there. Everyone has a sort of a permanent place where everything is kept. It's really good for inventory tracking, for handouts, for player and GM notes, because it's permanent. It just stays there forever. You don't have to worry about like losing a session. That's one of the problems if you use these note-taking techniques or methods inside a virtual tabletop, it can get lost in the shuffle. But with Discord, you have as many channels as you want, and I find it's much easier to search and find things and to keep them organized inside Discord. As for the chat, we also use Discord. I will say if you are going to be using Discord chat, do not use one of the central servers, like in central parts of America. Those do not seem to work very well. I've had a lot of issues with them, spoken to a lot of people. There's a lot of disconnects and sort of issues with those servers. The voice server that I find is the most stable is East Coast. I don't know why, but I would recommend use the East Coast voice server if you're going to be using Discord. As for the virtual tabletop itself, there's only really three options out there. There is Fantasy Grounds, D20 Pro, and Roll20. Now, things have changed since we started doing this podcast. Roll20 did not have official support for Pathfinder or Starfinder so it really wasn't a very good option and the other ones that did was D20 Pro and Fantasy Grounds. I've used all of them. I'll tell you my opinion. Fantasy Grounds looks beautiful. It looks amazing. It's gorgeous. However, it is quite terrible in my opinion. The reason is it has a lot of windows that are open. There's a million clicks you have to get to see anything, and the fanciness of it is not worth the inconvenience of the interface. I think it looks beautiful. I used it for about 20 sessions for an adventure path, but I will not go back to it. It's just too much. As pretty as it looks, it isn't worth the effort. As for the other two options, D20 Pro and Roll20. so. D20 Pro is what we use for Dead Suns, and Roll20 is what I use for the Starfinder Society adventure that we have as well. I find they're both very powerful. Roll20 is now a lot more attractive to me because they have an official Pathfinder licensed material and character sheet. And the way Roll20 works is that you, you basically can use it for any system, and as long as you have a character sheet then you can load that system. Everything is based off the character sheet. The character sheet kind of is the definition of a rules set. So if you have a Roll20 character sheet for Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder Starfinder, you can then use that rule set. So Pathfinder has an official one. And as of today, the one I have been using was the Starfinder HUD. That one is fan made, but today they announced or I don't know if it's publicly announced, but Roll20 is taking his character sheet and integrating it officially as the Starfinder sheet, and it's excellent. I've used it quite a bit. I really like Roll20 a lot. The line of sight is fantastic. It has a lot of great options. It's really easy to use. It's, it's a good system, especially if you're going to be playing a small campaign. The downsides is it's very bad when it comes to audio, which I don't like. I like to use audio cues for combat and other items. It keeps the game moving. It's not the cheapest. If you're going to use it as a GM, you do have to really go for, like, the pro plan. They have different plans, but you really have to use the highest plan because that allows you to put in custom scripts, APIs, character sheets, back up your games, and so forth. And I think it's $10 a month, and then never ends, so you're going to be paying a monthly fee forever. And in general, the chat gets very, very crowded very quickly. Everything is done inside the chat window, including dice rolls and the menus and so forth. So very quickly, it just gets a little out of hand. But overall, I really enjoy it. And for light games, I think it's excellent. Which brings me to my choice, which is D20 Pro. Now, D20 Pro has some issues in the sense that it is very, very powerful and it is also semi-complex to use. Now, those of you out there who are programmers who have some experience of understanding how coding works, you probably won't have any issue using this whatsoever. Otherwise, it will take a little bit of time to ramp up to using it, but it's incredibly powerful. It's very good for Dungeons & Dragons. It also has Pathfinder and now Starfinder in it. You can create your own if-then workflows. You can create custom anything, really. Custom spells. You can have if-then statements within your spells you can do incredibly complex aspects within D20 Pro. And the best thing is it automates combat. That's my favorite part of it. If you do a lot of combat, then D20 Pro is really good. It automates almost all of it, and it's very fast. It also has built-in sound effects. It has built-in lighting for line of sight. It's okay, in my opinion. It's a lot harder to use than World 20s. But if you're gonna be doing a long-term campaign, with a lot of fighting, and have a lot of craziness, I would recommend D20 Pro over Roll20. However, if you're going to be doing a light game with a lot of role-playing, not quite as much combat, or if you don't mind actually doing all the combat by hand and just having Roll20 handle the dice rolls, then Roll20 is the way to go. The other advantage of D20 Pro is there's only one fee. Once you pay for it, you use it forever. In fact, I paid for it 10 years ago, and I think it was like 60 bucks, and that's it. I've been using it ever since. I've used it probably for 500 sessions, and I've never paid for it ever again. On top of that, the guys in the D20 Pro Discord channel are really great. If you have any questions, you can always ask them. They're very fast to respond, and you can always ask me. I've been using this for 10 years or so, basically since it came out. And I know it quite well. I know the owner very well. He's a very nice guy. And he's doing everything in his power to constantly, endlessly update and enhance the functionality of the product. So I think it's an excellent product. So, all you need to do is get Discord, get your guys together, set up your Discord. Then you as the GM just decide if you want to use Roll20 or D20 Pro. Set up your game there. Have them send you your characters... And then you enter the characters into roll 20 or D20 Pro. That is one thing you will have to do. You will have to manage the characters for them and set them up. They, in theory, could do it, but it's just going to go faster if you do it. And then, when it comes to entering the monsters, one thing I do is I don't put everything in. I just put in the basics. I put in their saves, their hit points, their armor, and their attacks, and that's it. Oh, and a picture. I just put in the bare-bones basics. I don't put in every skill... I don't even put in the spells, I don't bother with any of that. I just use those on pieces of paper, and I just use what's automated, which is obviously the attacks and the rolls, and put that inside the system. And that's it, and then you're really set to go. If you want to use the built-in handouts for those systems, you can. I like to use Discord for all my handouts. But that's really all you need to do, and then you're set and you can go. And the nice thing about going online is that it keeps track of everything and one of the most useful aspects is that we might not play for a week or two and we might forget what happened. We can just scroll back through the log and see what happened and we're like, oh yeah, this is what happened and that's what this person rolled and so forth. But if you have any questions about this, feel free to hit me up or anyone else up on our Discord channel. A lot of people play online, but I can give you lots of tips and tricks. I've been doing this for 10 years, minimum once a week, so that's like 500 plus sessions easily. This is actually my preferred way than in person, so feel free to hit me up. So a few show notes. Don't forget, we have a new podcast every Tuesday. Tomorrow we have the last part of our Starfinder Society podcast, where we played through Adventure 1-10, The Half-Alive Streets. A lot of people really like that podcast quite a bit. Sort of puts me in a dilemma. I think people might enjoy that podcast almost more in some ways than Dead Sons. So we're going to try to mix that up and get them both going. I'm not going to be doing another Starfinder one for a little while because PaizoCon is coming up. So after PaizoCon, we're probably going to start one up. Again, don't forget, please subscribe to us on iTunes and Android. Also check out Jason's Talking Combat column. It's every Thursday. And he's going to also do one big one from the Starfinder Society adventure. So if you've been listening to that, you can see a Talking Combat for that shortly. Do make sure you join our Discord. You can go to discord.rollforcombat.com. We play Starfinder games on there. We could even start Pathfinder if you really wanted to. We have images from every podcast episode, so you can actually see what the maps look like, what the handout look like. We give out free things like the Stitch Spider. If you want to roll that in your own campaign, you can download that there. So again, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can check out our Reddit channel. If you check out our Patreon, we have some cool prizes there. Something else you can check out is that we've been doing this fun thing where we've been making character portraits. We're right now doing Starfinder Society. That way you can, like, wear your T-shirt when you're playing Starfinder Society. So we're kind of limiting to that. But if you just have a character you're interested in getting a T-shirt made of, contact me and we can talk about it. Basically, I just work out a small price to get the artwork made. I work with my artist, you get to keep the character, you get to keep the original artwork all in high res, you get a black and white and a color version, I get a custom t-shirt made up for you, and you can order as many as you want, any size or color, it's all yours. And we can work that out for pretty much any system. Right now we're doing Starfinder and Pathfinder, but if you play one of the verboten games, like D&D or something else, maybe Boot Hill or Top Secret or Gamma World, let me know, we can do anything. And then finally, don't forget, we will be at PaizoCon next week. I cannot wait. Jason is going to be doing maybe a daily or every other day. Right up, we're going to put pictures. We're going to record stuff. We'll try to keep you guys in the loop. So make sure you check out the website. That's where we're going to post most of these items. And if you want, we'll even put pictures on Twitter. We're going to stream some stuff. Who knows? But everyone's going to be there. It's going to be crazy. Otherwise, if you have any questions, write us, contact us, hit me up on Discord, that's where I am all the time. If not, I will see and talk to you guys next week.
0: You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. Been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Chatter's motto Beating Protocol Engaged.